Before we begin, I want to tell you about the new season of Birds of Empire, a cinematic event in podcasting. The series takes us to North Dakota 15,000 years after the fall of our civilization. The Earth has reclaimed the cities of the modern world, returning humanity to a way of life that feels ancient and advanced. The history of our world survives only as myths and legends. Birds of Empire is about four different tribes in the land that used to be called South Dakota. The tribes are the wolves, the rams, the bears, and the birds. Book one, The Dawn Age, introduced us to the characters we're going to follow as they chart the rise of the first great empire in this new world. Book two, The Seed of White Rock, weaves their stories together. Their destinies collide against the backdrop of war, natural disasters, alliances, loves, and losses. All of our heroes will be tested. Search Birds of Empire and follow now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now to never miss an episode. You're listening to Imaginary Worlds special holiday edition. I'm Eric Malinsky. When I began this podcast years ago, I always knew that I wanted to do episodes where I didn't just cover imaginary worlds. I wanted to create them as well. Like in my 2015 episode about Peter Pan, when somebody playing Captain Hook called me halfway through the episode. In another episode, I interviewed two vampires. I did an audio drama where I interviewed H.P. Lovecraft's Brain in a Jar. I did a roundtable discussion with actors playing colonists on the moon in the future. I also wrote audio dramas for the Truth podcast, which included another story about a talking brain in a jar. Apparently, that was a thing I was into. It's been a while since I've done an audio drama, and I thought, it's the holiday season, let's shake things up a bit and bring imaginary worlds into an imaginary world. In this week's Christmas story, will unfold in three chapters. You will know it is time to turn the page when you hear the chimes ring like this. Chapter 1. A Familiar Face So it all started when I got a text. I was working in my home office where I record my show, and the text said, we need to talk. I figured this was spam. There was no number. I tried blocking the sender, but it didn't work. I even shut down my phone, but another text message popped up on the screen while the phone was off. And that one was very specific. It said, heard your episode on Dickens. Not accurate. We need to talk. Now, I assume they're referring to this episode we did about five years ago about A Christmas Carol. So at this point, I was getting curious. It's clearly not spam, but the situation was very weird. So with some trepidation, I texted this person back and I wrote, what did we get wrong? Believe it or not, that's when things got a lot weirder. All of a sudden, a person appeared in my office, like this entity just magically appeared in my office. I was so freaked out, I yelled. I don't know if the neighbors heard me. But then I stopped because he wasn't a stranger. He was someone I knew. It was my high school history teacher, Mr. Brooks. But he didn't look like Mr. Brooks now. He looked like Mr. Brooks from like over 30 years ago. I was so tongue-tied, but he very calmly told me to start recording. So I took out some mics, and this is what happened. 
First question, why Mr. Brooks? That's what you're wondering. Yeah. Why is Tim Brooks here? Well, you loved his class. He gave you an A. He wrote your college recommendation. So I figured this was a good way to get you to trust me. But I am not Mr. Brooks, I mean, obviously. Mm. I am the entity that you know as the ghost of Christmas past. I, I'm so, I am so confused right now. And you're not dreaming either, by the way. I know you're thinking that too. Are you reading my mind? Well, yeah. But that's not important. You want to know why I'm here? A few minutes ago in your time, I was doing the thing with this guy. You know, you've been a bad person. You'll be visited by three ghosts. Like, wait, you mean like a Christmas carol? Uh, Exactly. I was trying to figure out who I'm supposed to be in this guy's life. So I decided to go through his phone because I wanted to appear in the guise of someone who he worked with. Oh, like like Jacob Marley, that kind of thing. Mm Mm-hmm. So while I was looking through his texts, I checked out his podcast queue. And I was like, imaginary worlds? Really? What's that? So... I binged the show at 1.5 speed, which for us is like 1.5 millionth of a second. I came across your Dickens episode and I was like, no, 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 no. I've got to talk to this guy. Wait, um, I'm still so confused. So you are actually the ghost of Christmas past? In a nutshell, yeah. I mean, that's what Dickens calls me in the story. You can call me past. But you were made up by Charles Dickens. I was not made up by Charles Dickens. I did the thing with Dickens, okay? I'm the original. The thing with the thing with the three ghosts and you'll be visited by three exactly. ghosts. Exactly. Or spirits or whatever you want to call us. I mean, long story short, he was in a bad place. He was being mean to a couple of people. We did the thing. It was a big success. Dickens loved it so much he wrote a Christmas carol. Wow. So so that's your job. So like you three ghosts or spirits, you turn all the Scrooges of the world into good people. I'm so glad you asked that. You see, when people find out who I am, they think about the history of the world since A Christmas Carol. And they're like, wow, you suck at your job, because that's not exactly a nice 180 years. And when I tell them I'm a lot older than 180 years, they're even more discouraged. Yeah, I gotta admit, I was kind of thinking that too. Here's the thing. We pick our cases very carefully. It's intentional. We can't turn every bad person into a good person. That's impossible. Have you seen people? Yeah. We find people who have lost their way. We call them redeemables because we think they still have a chance. And our track record was pretty good for a long time. Until when? Uh, 15, 20 years ago. We started having less success with turnovers. That's why I wanted to come on your show. I want to tell people we're real. You can trust us. Oh, am I going to be visited by like all three spirits? No, you're not on our list. Uh, We get assigned a redeemable. We each do our thing and then afterward I check to see what the turnover rate was. And we're losing people. So, I mean, do you know why? Well, I have a theory. Okay, I assume you're going to tell me what it is. Social media. Wait, so you're like this ancient, omnipotent being, and you're being undone by, like, Facebook or or X or, or whatever? I'm not omnipotent, but, you know, it's up to the redeemables to go through the process. We never get 100% success rates, even in our best years. Some people were too bitter. Well, what was your, when it was good, what was your redemption rate? Average 93.6% per year. That's good, right? Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I guess. Now we're down to 65.2%. Uh, wow, that actually is a really big drop. You're telling me? Everyone is in their own reality bubbles. It's easier to write us off and say that we're lying, or someone drugged their food, or it was all a bad dream, or they had too much LSD, and... The ones that believe us, they get really defensive. They dig in, they double down. This one guy threatened to sue me. I was like, you can't sue me, that's not possible. (laughs) Actually, this is kind of funny. 
We did the thing with his lawyer. We showed him the error of his ways, and the lawyer wasn't even on our list. I mean, he was a lawyer, so he's no angel. And I've known angels, but he wasn't terrible. He saw the light, totally repented. He told the guy, these spirits, they're real. I've changed. You should change too. He fired his lawyer and got a new one. I mean, I can believe that. The thing is, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling a little skeptical myself, to be honest. Oh, that's because you're part of this mindset too. But no, but what you're doing is kind of manipulative. I mean, like, look, here you're, you showed my apartment as Mr. Brooks, who I haven't seen since high school. You look like him. You sound like him. Your clothes are like vintage eight. Actually, God, he used to dress like it was the 70s. Well, he hated buying new clothes. And also, I didn't realize when I was in high school, Mr. Brooks was younger than I am now. Isn't that funny? Perception and time. No, it's not. It's not. It's, it's like having the opposite effect. Like, I feel like I'm talking to a deep fake. See, there you go. You called me a deep fake. You're steeped in this mindset. I mean, it's very common. You can't go an hour without checking social media. I know that for a fact. I've been watching. Yes, that is true. I know that. Yes, that is totally true. But I mean, well, what do the other spirits say? Well, present is frustrated just like me. I can't get a word out of future. He just points to the chart with his bony hand. And I'm like, I see the chart future. Why was it a failure? And he just points to the chart. And I'm like, I see the chart. What went wrong? He just kind of shrugs. I think that's what he's doing, you know? He's just a big skeleton. Well, do you have a manager? Like, maybe I could talk to them? Not an option. Why? My manager doesn't appreciate what we're doing here. I hate to admit this, but it actually makes me want to talk to them more. You know what? I'm going to send you to the Ghost of Christmas present. Oh, so I am going to be visited by three ghosts. No, 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 no. We're not doing the thing. Don't get excited. And that's the other problem. People are way too flattered. They think we're doing a trip down memory lane. Like, this is your life. Or like when, when um, Instagram or Facebook does like the 10-year the anniversary of you on this site. They do like the, the, the slideshow and that kind of thing. Oh, you are addicted. Eric Malinsky, please prepare to be visited by another spirit. Oh my God, I think I just got goosebumps. Ugh. After Mr. Brooks or the ghost of Christmas past disappeared... I listened back to the tape because I figured I must have been hallucinating. I thought it might be like the sixth sense where like it seems like I'm talking to somebody, but then there was no one there. But no, his voice was recorded on my computer. So what do you do after you just interviewed a supernatural entity? I certainly couldn't go to sleep. So I decided this is a great opportunity to work on my French. Le supermarché. To learn French, I've been using Babbel. Je suis étudiant. Why Babbel? Because it works. Or as they say in French, ça marche. And the voices sound like real voices. They're not AI. And you're not stuck on a path. You can bounce around from one lesson to another, from beginner to advanced, and try lessons again to get it right. Babbel has a wide range of learning experiences, from casual to intense. So there's always a way to fit in a Babbel session from self-study app lessons, to podcasts, to live classes. In fact, I was able to sign up for a one-hour session with a certified teacher in France. And here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners to get you started right now. Get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners, at babbel.com imaginary. Get 55% off at babbel.com imaginary. Spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash imaginary.
I finally went to sleep after doing my French, and I slept very well because my sheets are miracle-made. Miracle-made sheets feel so luxurious and silky without the price tag of luxury brands. Miracle-made uses silver-infused fabrics inspired by NASA to make temperature-regulating bedding so you can sleep at the perfect temperature all night. Go to trymiracle.com imaginary to try it today or gift it to somebody special in this holiday season. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Save over 40%. And if you use our promo imaginary at checkout, you'll get three free towels and save an extra 20%. Miracle is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you aren't 100% satisfied, you'll get a full refund. Upgrade your sleep with Miracle Made. Go to trymiracle.com imaginary and use the code imaginary to claim your free three-piece towel set and save over 40% off. Again, that's trymiracle.com imaginary to treat yourself, a friend, or a loved one this holiday season. Let's get back to my Christmas audio drama. Chapter 2. Spirit Pose The next day, as it got closer to midnight, I was feeling nervous. The ghost of Christmas past said that I'd be visited by another spirit. And I remember that the ghost of Christmas present was this jolly kind of figure, so I shouldn't be worried. But if past could show up in the guise of my high school history teacher, did that mean that the ghost of Christmas present would also choose to appear as someone in my life? And so I kept trying to think, well, well who's going to just appear in my office tonight? A family member? A friend? A neighbor? And then somebody did appear two minutes before midnight. And it was the last person I expected. Oh my god, this is hilarious. You're Dana. I know, right? Oh my god. All right, so people don't know. I mean, Dana was my yoga instructor. Yes, yes. But, but that was like years ago. I mean, I lived in a different neighborhood. You still see her around. I did. Well, yeah, but I keep avoiding her because I, I felt guilty about the fact that I quit yoga. Well, if it makes you feel better, she doesn't remember you. Oh. But that's okay. You were really bad at yoga. You just stayed in her class because you thought it felt like nap time. Yes, yeah. And we used to say it was like a really athletic version of nap time. I know. I scanned your mind. Yeah, no, past did it too. It was kind of freaky. Um, mm. But like, why did you pick Dana? I want to add to what my friend past said yesterday. He was really sad you didn't believe him. Yeah, well, I mean, it was just hard to accept everything he was saying. I get it. You're smart, and you wonder, is this guy telling the truth? I need another source. What's going on here? I don't get it. That shows you're a good reporter. Thank you, I guess. Do you remember what I did in A Christmas Carol? Yeah, I'm, well, I, mean, I mean, yeah, you brought Scrooge to see like all the fun things he was missing out on. Mm-hmm, exactly. Okay, I think I actually know why you picked Dana, because, like, you know that I love positive affirmation. You're smart. You figured it <laughs> there out. There you go. You know that I'm kind of a sucker for that, even though I know it's, like, really easy. I'm very good at my job. But here's the thing, Eric. It's not working anymore. When I take people around and I show them everything they're missing out on, they just get mad at me. They already know what they're missing out on. Oh, because of social media. Of course! This is the age of FOMO. At one point, I stopped transporting people to see their friends, and 
<laughs> we would just sit on their couch, pick up their phones, and go through Instagram. Hmm. But my manager told me I was being lazy, which is unfair. I thought I was being efficient with my time. Then we can get more people, you know? Yeah. So I went back to bringing people to other places. They thought it was a dream because they spend all their time thinking about what they're missing out on anyway. What a waste of a human life. Then I realized something. I'm actually just making people feel bad about themselves. But I thought that's what you do, like the three spirits. You no. make bad people feel bad about themselves no, 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 so they no, become no, better no, people. No, 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 no. Look, they're not bad people. They have negative thoughts. Their behavior is bad. And then they end up making bad decisions. We help them see the consequences of those decisions, and then then maybe they'll make a different decision. They, they might actually change, and, and that's what we're here to do. Like, I mean, that all sounds really nice, but I feel like these days, I mean, I just- You just I'm... said it, these days. So, I have a new approach. I'm supposed to be the ghost of the present, right? Yeah. Think about it. What does it mean to be the ghost of the present? I, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if that even makes sense. I but guess. it does. People are not in the present moment anymore. That's like the basics of yoga, right? We right. do yoga to be present, to breathe, and to, to feel yeah. ourselves. So I'm the ghost of the moment that they're missing out on. Huh. You're worried about the future. Yes? Oh, and like in terms of next year? Yeah, definitely. I mean, the world's in kind of a scary place. I don't, I don't know what's going to happen next year. Well, you can't. Even I don't know. And I don't want to know. I need you to just, just stay with me in this moment, all right? Right now, you're thinking about this interview. Are people going to find me credible? Are my recording levels off? I, I, yeah, I, please stop reading my mind. It's, getting, it's kind of weirding me out. Okay, I'll try my best. But in the meantime, have some hot cocoa. Oh, my God. You just like literally, this, you actually made a cup of hot cocoa appear on my, can you make anything disappear or, disappear or appear? Is just that like how come back to the cocoa, feel the warmth yeah. of the cocoa. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's like feel real. it. Yeah. Good. Now sip. Mm. Mm -hmm. wow, really make good. that sound. Make that mmm mm. sound. No, it's good. It's really good. Mmm. Mm. Just like you like it, with tiny marshmallows. Now, listen to the silence. Mm, okay. Listen to the wind. Stop thinking about how you're going to edit this interview. Just be here in the present moment. I mean, look, I like I, I definitely get but I'm just saying silence isn't great for a podcast. That's all I'm just going to. Eric. OK, fine. no, that's no, fine. It's fine. It's fine. I'll just I'll just I may I may cut this part out. But yeah. Okay. Um, sorry to interrupt it, but you mentioned you have a manager. Do you think that maybe I could talk to them? I knew this was a bad idea. You want to talk to my manager? Yeah. I, I, sorry, I didn't know this was like a sore subject or anything. Okay, fine. You're going to get my manager. He's coming. Okay. Did you just talk to him? I mean, I saw you like look up to the left or something like you heard somebody or... or Eric Malinsky, be prepared to be visited by a third spirit. Okay. 
Wow, that now you're sounding kind of angry, and I'm I'm sorry. Oh, she's gone. Oh, so's the cocoa. The next day, as I was waiting around for this third supernatural entity to appear in my office, I decided this is a great opportunity to watch Masterclass. They have several science fiction writers on there, including Margaret Atwood. I watched her class on writing, where she talks about how she uses all five senses to draw her readers into her books, from describing textures to how something tastes. How much would it cost to take one-on-one -on -one classes with a world-renowned science fiction writer? Easily hundreds to thousands of dollars. With a Masterclass annual membership, it's $10 a month. Memberships start at $120 a year for unlimited access to one-on-one -on -one classes, with all 180-plus classes in 11 different categories. There's even a class on voice acting taught by Nancy Cartwright, who plays Bart Simpson, among many other characters and cartoons. This holiday season, give one annual membership and get one free class at masterclass.com imagine. Right now, you can get two memberships for the price of one at masterclass.com slash imagine. Masterclass.com slash imagine. Offer terms apply. Let's get back to my holiday story. Chapter three, no man is a failure who has friends. I spent the next day wondering who their manager was going to be. I mean, I knew it couldn't be the ghost of Christmas future. I mean, he's their coworker and he doesn't even talk, but the ghost of Christmas past and present seemed annoyed, even scared that I would want to talk to their manager. So whoever this figure was gonna be, I was gearing up for a fight, imagining somebody who was a bully, someone who was imperious or condescending. But that's not what happened. Just before midnight, supernatural being appeared in my office. Once again, it was not somebody I was expecting, but in some ways I should have been expecting him all along. Uh, hello there, friend. Oh my God, you're Clarence from It's a Wonderful Life. Well, <laughs> that's what you see. But that's like a whole other Christmas movie. A whole other department, Eric. Another department? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But you didn't you didn't appear so in my life. Oh, I did. Maybe not your life, but your mind. Uh, for instance, who played Clarence? Uh, Henry Travers. He was a I still I mean, he was in Shot of a Doubt. It was a, he was a great character actor. Yes, now that's one of your favorite Hitchcock movies, right? Yeah, it is. <laughs> and you love old movies. I do. Oh my god, and you're in black and white. I just noticed that. Well, here's the funny thing, Eric. Uh, I can appear as a fictional character. And guess what? No one doubts that I'm real. <laughs> Isn't that peculiar? Yeah. So so is this like the same thing where like you, like they did the thing to Dickens and then he wrote A Christmas Carol. So then you did the thing to Frank Capra and then he made It's a Wonderful Life? Yeah, bingo. Well done. You, you, you see, uh, the backstory is Frank was feeling low, very down on himself, uh, wasn't happy with the box office, that sort of thing. So uh, I decided to show him the world if he never existed. Now, for the record, I didn't look like this when I appeared to Frank. <laughs> I went with more of a, I don't know, leading man look, somewhere between Cary Grant and the other tall fellow with a mustache. Which, oh, uh, Gable, Clark Gable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, but uh, Frank did cast Henry Travis. So this is what the people expect. So we give it to them. Oh, wow. 
I have to admit this one thing I never understood about uh, It's a Wonderful Life. Like, I actually thought Pottersville was kind of cool. Oh, 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 you're not alone. I mean, if I had a nickel for every time I hear that. The fact is, uh, Pottersville was kind of neat. It had a pool hall, a, a jazz club, dancing girls. Uh, I keep telling people, look, I didn't make It's a Wonderful Life. Frank Capra did. Yeah. So blame him. <laughs> blame him. Yeah. But so I'm still confused. Like, how are you their manager? You're like a different story. Da, 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 a different department. Oh, right, right. Eric. Sorry, sorry. Department. department yes, yeah. yes, yes. No, no, no. But, but, but you're, you're, you're right. See, they show people who lost their way how far they've fallen and how much they're missing out on. How much worse the world would be if they don't change their ways. Or to use your language, uh, uh, they make the bad people feel bad about themselves. Right. Now, my department, on the other hand, takes the good people who already felt bad about themselves, and, well, uh, we help them feel better. Right, 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 right. Well, but but then how's your job going? Oh, terribly. Because of social media? Oh, oh, come now, Eric. Do you really think that a million years of human evolution was undone by TikTok? <laughs> That's poppycock. That's balderdash. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, on the other hand, I mean, I, knew, I from what I've seen, those apps are like actually re- rewiring our brains to some extent. Eric, Eric, it's their fault. Not the people who designed the social media apps. Uh, none of the so-called spirits who visited you the last two nights. <laughs> they have not been doing their jobs properly. But you're their manager. Well, only recently. I won't take the blame for this one, boy. You see, a long time ago, I got my wings. Yeah, well, I saw the movie many times. The story goes, after I got my wings, it's a bit of history here, I became a manager in my department. See, I had teams of angels or spirits or ghosts or whatever you want to call them working under me. Everything was going along swimmingly until about 10 or 15. 15 years ago, if memory serves, and my pupils were struggling to make their quotas. So I went back to Earth to show them how it's done. I hadn't been in years, and I thought, well, what could possibly have changed? How wrong I was, how wrong I was. The petty tyrants, the media moguls, the greedy folks, the politicians that the spirits of the past, present, and future were supposed to be reforming, well, well, they weren't getting reformed at all. Hmm. These people were still going about that nasty business of making good people feel bad about themselves, turning them against each other, making them feel like the the system was somehow rigged. (laughs) The good people were losing faith in humanity. Now, of course, I, I complained to the higher-ups right away, but as you know, that's like talking to a wall. They didn't believe me at first, but with a little good old-fashioned elbow grease and a little bit of spirit know-how, I I managed to switch things up and and get their department folded into mine. But it's still not working? Well, because they just won't take responsibility for their failures, Eric. They they keep blaming social media. Uh, uh, Frankly, I can't believe they came here to your podcast to complain about me. Uh, They weren't complaining about you. I mean, well, they were a little bit, but I mean, they're just trying to get their message across. Oh, no, 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 no. They're asking people to stick their heads in the sand and not engage in the modern world. As far as I'm concerned, that's utter foolishness. You know, that's so funny because I never said that. Oh my God, you're back! Yeah, wait, wait, wait! Aren't you supposed to be on a job tonight? Surprise, I got done early. Success, by the way. Hi, I'm here too. Okay. I didn't want to startle you, don't worry. I'm not mad at you anymore. Well, Thank wait, you. Now, now there's two of you? Wait, I did not get this memo. Clarence, 
You've been saying some really mean stuff about us. Mm. No, no, no. I wasn't being mean. Uh Uh-huh. I was just being honest. Oh, you were being honest. Yeah, you're real polite in here, but we know what you've been saying about us on the spirit boards. Wait, what are spirit boards? Uh, No, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's like Slack for spirits. You have Slack up there? We use Ouija boards. Wait, what? Did he not tell you how he became our manager? Uh, no need to he go over this he, again. Yeah, oh. you said he, like, greased the wheels or something like that? <laughs> yeah. Last year, three sets of teenage kids were having sleepovers on the same night in three different states. All three were using Ouija boards. I mean, that's pretty common. Right. Sleepovers, Ouija boards, you know. Yeah. What was strange was that all three Ouija boards said the same thing. Hmm. The ghosts of past, present, and future only have a 65.2 turnover rate. How did that happen? No. Yes. So, suddenly, the powers that be were like, wait, what's going on with past, present, and future? And Clarence chimed in and was like, oh, I don't know, but I've been hearing the same thing. Maybe I could help. Accurate. Uh, Okay, well, here's a fun fact. Did you know the founding fathers used to write scathing anonymous opinion pieces about each other in rival newspapers back in the 18th century. Hmm? Uh, I was there. I'm literally the ghost of the past. Okay, since you were present at the matter, did you also happen to notice that no one was blaming newspapers for the state of the world back then? Uh, Okay. Hmm? Clarence, 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 did you ever think that Maybe you're not doing your job well enough. I I beg your pardon? Truth hurts. It's your job to assign redeemables. Maybe you're picking the wrong people. Well, forgive me, but I have great faith in human beings to find the light themselves. Oh, including the guy who threatened to sue me? Okay, wait, I gotta, I'm sorry, I gotta jump in here, I gotta jump in here. You guys are like, you guys are no better than us. I mean, how are we supposed to get our act together when you up there can't get your act together? He has a point. He does. Oh. Clarence, when you first came on board, remember, you gave us, like, this inspirational speech about how we're reflections of them and and what's inside of them. I remember that. You remember? Yeah. Uh, But, look, aren't we only as good as what they're capable of? Yeah, you're not using my words against me, are you? No, I would no, no, never no, no. do that. I would oh, never do good that. Words. This is good. See, see, this is good. This is good. You guys are talking face to face. You should go. You should go find like a. Con- I don't know how this works, but I don't know if there's like conference room. You, oh, conference yes. rooms up there, but like you could figure out a new system or something. Well, I happen to be of the mind that the system works. Actually, I just checked. Uh, the conference room on Cloud Nine is open. Great. Or, you know, we could keep hashing things out in, in public on this podcast. No, 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 no. This is a more inside yeah, business. So, so maybe you make that reservation and I get the coffee and donuts. In the meantime, Mr. Belinsky, uh, it has been a pleasure. Well, thank you. It's been... Happy holidays or, you know, whatever you choose to celebrate. Oh, my God. They're all gone now. Oh, wait. Hey. Hi. Eric. Yes. Yeah. Hi. Oh, good. You're still here. Okay. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to give you some some real cocoa. Did you notice the other one was magic cocoa, and it disappeared when I did? I did. Enjoy. Thank you. Mm. This is good. Well, that's it for this week. Thank you for listening. Special thanks to, in order of appearance, Torian Brackett, Alexander Reed, and Bill Lobley. 
My assistant producer is Stephanie Billman. The best way to support Imaginary Worlds is to donate on Patreon. At different levels, you get either free Imaginary Worlds stickers, mug, or a t-shirt. You can also get access to an ad-free version of the show through Patreon, and you can buy an ad-free subscription on Apple Podcasts. My website is... I actually got really cold in here. Oh my god! Oh my god! Wow, you 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 really are like a big, tall, scary skeleton with a cloak. Are are you are you gonna show me my future? No, he's he's pointing up. Are are you gonna show that you you want you want to go upstairs and show the people up there their future? Oh oh, you want it you want it oh you're pointing oh he wants to know where they're go- oh you want to know where they went um past uh, president and Clarence they went to um. Cloud Nine. The book. They booked a meeting room on Cloud Nine. Oh, thumbs up, and he's gone. Welcome to a journey into the heart of the Texas Renaissance Festival, the nation's largest and rowdiest celebration of medieval fantasy. But what lurks beneath the facade of tights and turkey legs? Well, we dove deep into the empire to uncover a history marred by mystery and misconduct murders, assaults, and other crimes that tarnish its legacy. This isn't just a fairy tale, it's a cautionary tale of power, fantasy, and the consequences that follow when they all collide. Search for Crime Waves Renaissance Texas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now.